0: Hey, it's me, Laura, the creator of this podcast. Before the episode begins, I just wanted to thank our patrons. If you're interested in financially supporting us and getting a patron shout as well as bonus content, make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash auroraeverlasting. Now, let's get to the episode. Aurora Everlasting
1: July
2: 5,
3: 25.52, 8.12. Sorry I'm late. They didn't have any of those pancake thingies left, so I had to wait a bit. But I brought you some.
2: Oh, uh, thank you. But I've had breakfast already.
3: That's fine. More for me. So, how are
2: you? Have you been feeling good?
3: Are we talking physically or mentally? Generally. Could be better, but I believe I'm good considering the... Um, you know. Of course. It's a lot to take in, I assume. You mean the fact that I could swear it's supposed to be August and I'm supposed to be a few light years away with my crew? Or that it's just a bit chilly outside today? Because the latter is really ruining my
2: day. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about the weather. It looks like there might be some sunshine in the afternoon. Before we start, I do have to ask you a serious question. Do you feel like you're capable of talking this through right now? I notice my chick lose a lot of uncomfortable feelings, and I wouldn't want you to talk about subjects you're not yet ready to. I'm fine. You're sure? We can wait another day. You if- will have
3: to do this sooner or later, and we can stop anytime, right? Yes. Then I'm fine. You can go and ask me all you need to know.
2: Please state your name, personal details, and occupation for the record.
3: My name is Leo Dominique Ternier, or as the English-speaking folk will call me, Leo Ternier. I am physically 24 years old, and well, I've been alive for 225 years now. I am I I was the zoologist and botanist on the Under Seven mission funded by Porus. I've been in space for more than 192 years, and
2: do you need to know more? No, no, I think we'll be all right. Um, next question then. How would a regular day look for you and your crewmates?
3: I don't think we had one single schedule for our days. Sometimes we wouldn't even all be awake at the same time. Artificial sleeping patterns and all that. But most of the time I would see someone at some point. I mean, it's a small ship. You're bound to run into each other. Oh, that sounds like we didn't enjoy spending time with each other, but that's not true. Of course not. We joked about it though. A lot, especially after Anna and Evelyn got together. I was really happy for them, to find this kind of connection with so few options, that's lucky. But that had a few downsides regarding our living arrangements. Neither of them was into PDA much, but since their living room was our living room, God, I've walked in on them way too many times. Anyways, it became a running joke between Margaret and me. <laughs> I was trying to create our sleep patterns, so they don't overlap with theirs. Jokes aside, we also spend a lot of time with each other. Whether it was having a meal together, or just working in the same room. It gets, it gets lonely up there otherwise, just you and a vast emptiness outside your window to have someone sitting next to you helps and they are well they were the best people i could have had up there with me not from the beginning it was a bit rocky but uh it's it's do you know the feeling when you spend so much time with a person that you can't help but become family
2: yes <clears throat> yes i know that feeling maybe we should move on to the next question
3: sure
1: I can't, I can't. I need, I I need to breathe. If you look up and see the moon, just know I'll be here with you soon across the stars and galaxies so I could see you in my dreams Anna Anna is supposed to be here. It's not supposed to be just me. And it's not just her either. Leo! Leo should be here. No, no, they shouldn't. They died. They can't be here. But... But I died too, right? Is this what death is then? A bit of empty with a splash of familiar? No, no! No, that isn't what happened to me. That, where are you? I saw you. I saw you and now I'm here. What did you do to me? What did you do to them? Them? Are, are they here too? What even is this place? It feels almost familiar, right? Like Like home. More empty though. Think rationally. Do you know this place? No. Or do I? That's unhelpful, then. There's no sun, there's no landmarks. There's nothing of any significance here. So in which direction do I go? Red, white, yellow, blue. All out but you. This way it is, then. I'm not alone anymore, Dan. Who are you?
4: Good question. July 7,
1: 2552,
0: 816.
2: Let's get right into it. Did you ever notice anything strange on board the spacecraft? Like what? Just anything out of the ordinary, especially leading up to August 15th.
3: I I don't think so. Uh, there was Margot's birthday. Everyone except Anna got to be drunken. That's not what you mean.
2: No, more in the sense of... Did your animals behave strangely or were there any unusual transmissions, technical problems, something like that? Oh,
3: okay. Mm, there wasn't anything unusual on my end. No behavioral anomalies, no sudden deaths. At least not more than any other time. We had a couple of power outages. Anna said it was unusual for so many blackouts to happen around the same time, but she fixed it in the end. She had to go outside the ship, though, to access the... the... I don't know what. She had to do a spacewalk, and, well, she just died. Margaret said she probably had a stroke, but that had happened two times already.
2: That she died on a spacewalk?
3: Yes, but it was a couple years prior.
2: When exactly? I mean, when exactly did the first two times happen? Um...
3: I think the first one was 165-ish. It had been a pretty long time. And the second one was... oh, oops. It hadn't even been a year before. Uh, I think it was in February.
2: And the last one? Mid-July. Good then. Um, what happened on August 15th in the year 193 after takeoff on board your spacecraft?
3: I was comparing the behavior of cloned reptiles and their original counterparts. I had been at it all night because, well, if you live by artificial lightning patterns, it doesn't really matter whether you sleep in the day or in the night. The times of the day just become numbers to you. I was getting tired, though, and I decided I should turn in for the night, but I didn't go to bed yet. I... Take your
2: time. Sometimes trauma impacts your memory. You don't need to. know. I-, I just need to talk this through.
3: I started putting my things away, then I put the lab into sleep mode. I I wanted to leave as quickly as possible. It wasn't just that I was tired, while I was walking out of the lab I felt like like someone was watching me. But no, not just someone, everyone, like every little thing in the whole universe was staring at my back as I was leaving the room. When I had the first thump, I wasn't even going to go back in. I just wanted to keep walking until I got to my bed, until I could pull my covers around me so that no one could watch me, even if they tried. But I couldn't walk away. Though, I know the animals are test subjects and I get all the detachment that should come with that, I do, but you can't spend time with a living creature every day and watch them grow before your eyes and not bond with them. I couldn't leave them, I wouldn't. So I walked back in and, so I walked back in and, The animals were trying to get out of their cages in any way they could, but there's a reason they're in there. It's not easy to get out. They kept knocking against the glass and some terrory even broke, but it didn't matter because they couldn't escape. I couldn't escape either. I couldn't even scream and... And then it was over. And I wasn't even there anymore.
2: Could you elaborate on... No. I... I i think we're done for today.
1: So you don't know your name either? There...
4: I don't know, there's something there, but not really. You don't know yours?
1: No, but I know some others at least.
4: Yes, I... Aiden, I know her name. But I don't know her face. I... where even are we?
1: I don't know. It's familiar.
4: Even though you've never been here before? Yes. Yes. Do I know you? I don't think so. How did we get here?
1: I was on a spaceship... well, two spaceships, really. And then they weren't there anymore.
4: Hmm. That's unusual.
1: Yes. How...
4: A sandstorm, I think. I lost Aiden, and then I lost a bit of myself. I heard her screaming though, she was holding my hand when it began. It was so sudden, I've been in sandstorms before, even recently, but it wasn't like any other. In a second everything around me had turned into sand, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't scream. I think Aiden was still wearing her gear so she could see me. And she grabbed my hand and pulled me after her, but she wasn't the only one who was pulling, the sandstorm was pulling at me. And I let go of Aiden's hand and... (coughs) What happened to her?
1: I don't know. She might be here too?
4: I I hope she's not. When you came here, did it also feel painful?
1: What? No. It felt... warm. Good, in a way. It felt like a warm blanket, during a cold winter's day. Oh, for- (coughs) Are you alright?
4: Yes, I think so. I remember another name. Anna. She was- Anna? I just said.
1: I think I know an Anna.
4: It's a common name. Oh! You think it's the same Anna? July 8,
2: 2552,
5: 1744. Here you go. Thanks. You're a lifesaver.
2: Well, I think coffee after 4pm is the way to a quick death, but whatever you say, boss... <laughs>
5: Who really cares if I get this done before midnight?
2: Do you need anything else before I leave?
5: Uh, yes, actually. I've listened to your interviews with LT8.
2: Oh, yes. I think I'm close to getting somewhere, but they We seem...
5: won't keep doing solo interviews. What? I've been keeping an eye on vitals and all that and they keep showing... signs. We can't risk having you in the room with them. We don't know whether it could hurt you if they did it again.
2: Who else would do it?
5: Someone expendable. I've got them! Leo, trust me, you can't just put anyone in there and expect them to do my job! I won't. You can still talk to them. You can still gain their trust and get information about what happened on the ship. You don't need to put yourself in danger for it.
2: (sighs) Good. Anything else? Eliza. (sighs) Okay, I get it. i just appreciate if you included me in those decisions, alright? I...
5: yes, I will.
2: Good. So what are you planning for Leo now? I think... I think we can try the tank. Are you sure? We haven't really had any positive results with it yet. And we can't risk them dying. It would
5: put us back to square one. I don't think they can. You've heard what they said. I'm sure you've put two and two together by now.
2: Oh, you think they're already... wow, that... yeah... That would make sense. We already know Commander Coyle is somewhere out there. It's not far off to assume they all just died. So why are they still here?
5: And that is the question we're going to answer. We just need to... Yes? Oh, Dr. Turney. To what do we owe the pleasure? I was looking
3: for Eliza. She's late and I thought I'd find her here. What for?
2: We're going for a walk. I promised I'd show them the lake in our last session.
5: Lovely. i leave you to it then. I've got to get back to work anyways.
2: Are you sure you don't? No, I'm
5: fine. Have a nice evening, you two. I'm sure we will. Yes, of course.
1: What is she like?
4: Anna? To be honest, I barely know her. She showed up at camp barely a day ago. She seemed lost, so I decided to help her and, well, I kind of dragged Aiden along. She's usually a tad distrustful. (laughs) I would have listened to her, but Anna seemed so out of place. No way this was an act. She didn't even know where she was. She said, first, she says it was on Earth. But then she assumed it was Endo-7. Which is weird because there is we no. We were going there. <clears throat> what?
1: Anna and I, we were going to Endor 7, but then. Then she was gone, and I was too.
4: Endor 7 is. We hadn't heard of it before. There would be some colonies on there, like the are on Endor 18 or Endor 13.
1: I've never heard of either of those.
4: That sounds about right. <coughs> <coughs>
1: I love her. That's all I can really remember. I can't even picture her face properly. But I know I love her and I need to see her again.
4: I know how you feel. I need to see my family again, but th- they are so blurry now.
1: Do you think mm. we can? Do you think there's any way out of here?
4: I... <coughs>
1: are you sure you're right? I Don't try to talk.
4: (coughs) I'm not going to make it, am I? What? This is- (laughs) Stop. I can feel it in my bones. And I think you can too. (coughs) I... I will never see my family again. But you can. Take this. It's a locator. If Anna is close by, it will alert you.
1: I... Thank you.
4: At least I don't need to be alone. (coughs) If neither of us have a name anymore, remember me. Please. I don't want to be lost. I... (coughs)
1: I'm sorry. Psst, come here.
2: Yes, you. Welcome to Little Street. Under the skin of each house hides a secret that most of its keepers would do anything to bury. How well do any of us really know our neighbors? Curious to discover what dwells behind the doors of Little Street? Subscribe to Neighborly, distributed wherever good podcasts are found. For more information, go to neighborlypod.card.co or follow us on social media at NeighborlyPod. That's Neighborly with a U, by the way.
1: Thanks for listening. Come visit us soon.
0: Foreverlasting returns with its next episode on March 7 at 4 p.m. Central European Time. It was created by Laura Reicher and is protected under a Creative Commons 4.0 international license. This episode was produced by Laura Reicher and Elena Hirzerbacher. It was written, directed and edited by Laura Reicher. The script was edited by Sophie Erhardt. This episode featured Carina Stickler as Evelyn Coyle, Jasmin Lerchbamer as Leo Ternier, Max Schachner as Flynn, Victoria Grenn as Dr. Reed, Mona Reicher as Eliza, and Sophie Earhart as the disembodied voice. If you want to help us out or show your support, tell a friend about this podcast. Or, if you're feeling really crazy today, you can even tell two friends. You could also review our podcast wherever you like. The best way for us to gain new listeners is with your help. Because let's be honest, our marketing budget is non-existent. If you're interested in bloopers, extra content, or you just want to financially support the podcast, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash auroraeverlasting. And for some background infos, make sure to check out our social media. We're at aurora underscore Everlast on Twitter and at aurora underscore everlasting underscore podcast on Instagram. Thank you for listening.